Millers is a provider and manufacturer of custom rehab technology products. Welcome to another episode of Industry Matters. I'm your host, Brian Thompson, and today I am here with the director of Miller's Adaptive Technology Branch, Jim Diamond. Jim, thanks so much for joining us today, sir. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. And we are also joined by Greg Packer, the president of U.S. Rehab. Greg, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks, Brian. It's always a pleasure to be here. So, gentlemen, today I'm going to let the two of you converse about Miller's products and offerings, and I think it would be a great idea, Jim, if you would start by giving us a little bit of background about Miller's, what it is that you do, what it is that you make, and the clinical conditions that make your products necessary or helpful. Well, Miller's Adaptive Technologies is a division of Miller's Redland Sales. We're a third-generation family-owned company that's been serving the Northeast Ohio area since 1949. The Adaptive Technology Division, which is the division that I run, was originally named our Special Products Division, and it was started in 1976. Uh, the initial focus was to provide some pedal adaptive seating products uh, as a rehabilitation technology supplier in our industry. Since our inception, we've continued to grow and develop some of the most innovative and useful dynamic devices in the industry today. Well, that's a great description, Jim, and you know, Miller's has been a great partner of U.S. Rehab for some time now, and uh, I know that we have had some great conversations over the past five, ten years, and I, I guess what I would like to do is definitely say that uh, anybody that's listening to the podcast wants to really know stuff about Miller's Adaptive to go to millersadaptive.com. It's a great website. It shows a lot of the things that you have, and I know you guys uh, provide some really, really high-quality products in the uh, lateral support and mounting brackets, headrests and brackets for head head uh, and chin control type uh, products, arm pads and cradles and trays and the hardware for all those, abductors and adductors, leg rest hardware, you have a lot of things in that fashion, straps and harnesses, dynamic solutions, and other hardware. But I think today... I saw a couple things that were on your dynamic solutions that I really was going to see if you could give us real detail on your leg extensions and your uh, planter coil springs because uh, I've heard some things in the marketplace lately about them and I think they're working well. So I don't know if you can give us a little bit more info or not. Yeah, I'd certainly like to elaborate on those a little bit. And I do appreciate our involvement with you both as a member partner and I'd, I'd also like to say I couldn't do this without a great team of people behind me that are always and continuously striving to manufacture some high-quality, cost-effective products to meet all our clients' needs. Uh, as you mentioned, we do make a variety of um, adaptive technology components, and they can range from head to toe. Uh, but one of the things that we do specialize in is designing and manufacturing modular dynamic devices. Uh, modular dynamic devices in general are products which are not included in the purchase of a wheelchair as designed by the OEM, and they're typically added to a wheelchair as an aftermarket item, so they can be used on a variety of different OEM mobility bases. These dynamic devices are primarily used in two clinical scenarios. The first is for clients where increased muscle tone is present, and the second is for those who are seeking out movement. Uh, these modular components are typically designed and intended for one specific area of movement is needed, and that movement can be provided at one joint or location, such as the hips, or several modular components can be combined to provide movement in more than one area or segment of the body, such as at the ankle and the knee. 
Example of clients with increased tone are those people who may have cerebral palsy, traumatic brain injury, or even Huntington's disease. Their spasticity can be triggered by certain internal stimuli, such as pain, or from something external to the client, such as a jarring movement to their wheelchair. And this spasticity can vary from muscle stiffness to some uncontrolled movement of the trunk or extremities. For those clients that are seeking movement, these devices can help to provide some vestibular input as well as helping to decrease some agitation and increase their alertness. And it helps also to assist in increasing range of motion that may enable increases in strength and postural control. One of the goals in Miller's Adaptive Technologies mission is to design dynamic products that provide or allow for range of motion, which absorb the client's forceful movements and then help them gradually return to a preferred starting position. So, Jim, that's uh, a great explanation of how to uh, qualify patients and what, what patients are going to need products. I guess looking over the uh, uh, dynamic planner coil spring device, and my assumption is that's helping with some of your uh, tone and spasticity. Is that correct? That is correct. One of my colleagues published an article recently in August where she describes people with cerebral palsy as often having increased muscle tone and uncontrolled movement patterns. And this particular type of muscle tone tends to increase when they're encountering a static or an unyielding surface such as a wheelchair back or a footrest which doesn't move. So among the variety of dynamic products that we have to offer, I would like to talk about two of them in particular which have been designed to address that specific type of spasticity and expensive and extensor tone. Please do. Go ahead, Jim. These, these products can be used independently or in conjunction with each other, and they do provide a way to help absorb and diffuse that tone. Some of the key benefits of the products in general are that they're going to increase sitting tolerance and compliance by decreasing pain and increasing comfort. They also increase functional alertness. They can increase strength and postural control. They can provide vestibular input and active range of motion and decrease agitation and fatigue. Uh, when they reduce the active extension and energy consumption, they can also help to protect the wheelchair user from injury and protect the wheelchair seating hardware from additional breakage. Now, Greg, thank you for mentioning the... Go ahead. No, Jim, I, 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 uh, I appreciate that. Uh, these, both of the dynamic leg extension and the coil spring devices, they're, they're both uh, adaptive to pediatrics as well as adult equipment. Is that correct? You're correct, Greg. The dynamic leg extension devices were designed to address two different clinical tone applications. The first for pediatrics is one that we would consider low to moderate tone. That dynamic leg extension device operates at a 5 to 50 pound progressive range of resistance. So, for example, if a client's in a chair, it's preloaded at 5 pounds of resistance, and as they extend through approximately 2 and 3 quarter inches of travel, they'll progressively increase that resistance up to 60 pounds. For the adult application, we just modify the device by putting a different spring in the internal mechanism, and that provides resistance levels of 17 to 120 pounds, which would be ideal for moderate to high tone clients. Very interesting. Well, that makes it quite adaptive to uh, growth and uh, uh, new equipment as well. So if a child growing into uh, another piece of equipment. It can be fitted on a new piece of equipment as well, so it lasts uh, a long time. Is that correct? You're correct about that as well. And not only is this device able to be transferred to a different chair, but if a client were to increase their tone, 
it's actually a field serviceable modular component that could be replaced. The, we take the set of springs out of the pediatric device and we can insert the set of springs into that same housing that would allow that increase of progressive resistance to the next higher level. Wow, that's awesome. These are the kind of pieces of equipment and tools that you use that uh, are adequate for reducing the cost of healthcare for the patient population we're talking about here. So that's a very ingenuitive and uh, Miller's has uh, definitely uh, thought through the process. Appreciate that. Is there anything further you want to talk about on the uh, planar coil spring device or, or the extension device, Jim? Yeah, I would. I'd like to talk a little bit more about that dynamic planter dorsi flexion coil spring device. It's one of the products that I had, I had mentioned earlier can be used in conjunction with each other to not only provide that resistive movement during leg extension, but we've also noticed clinically that as certain clients extend, they also plantar flex. So we created a product that could mount to the underside of the foot plate support that allows that rotational resistance plus or minus 20 degrees from a preferred starting position. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice product too. And I've talked to folks that have utilized it and it uh, works well in the marketplace. It's a, uh, a miscellaneous code. Uh, is it not uh, typically in most of your reimbursement, uh, K108 or in the most of the systems, is that correct? These are both K108 products and regardless of the configuration that you would select and the mounting uh, technique that you would prefer, these are going to be K108 products, but we can assist with some medical justification language that would allow someone to review those codes and see that there's some significant clinical benefit to adding this device to their chair. Great. That's super that uh, you have that information and uh, that you can also uh, help those folks that uh, are in need of understanding the reimbursement side of it because these are uh, products that probably can be used quite a bit in our marketplace and uh, some of our folks that are out there might not know that they're there and uh, utilizable. So Jim, uh, here at US Rehab, and I know Miller's is doing some stuff here, we've uh, instilled some outcomes measures with the functional mobility assessment. And what's key there is we're tracking disease states. What are the key disease states, Jim, that uh, would take advantage of the two devices we've been talking about? A few of the disease states that are involved in the, the need and use of this type of equipment, uh, in addition to CP that we talked a little bit about earlier in Huntington's, uh, there are also certain traumatic brain injury conditions that may either be onset at an early age, developed later in life, or could be the result of certain incidents such as a vehicle crash. Um, in fact, there has been a recent submission of information uh, to the National Spinal Cord Injury Statistical Center regarding that rate of incidence and the cause. Um, it's estimated right now that there are about 54 cases per million people in the United States of new SCI cases each year. Uh, so that prevalence right now puts that number at about 288,000 persons. Uh, one other thing of note is that the age of injury is also changing. That average age of injury has increased from 29 years during the 1970s to nearly 43 years currently. Wow, that's some great information, Jim. and. You know, with the market segment that the way it is today, we have a lot of folks out there utilizing uh, seating and positioning through our ATPs 
that this could be valuable information. Thanks for the statistics and thanks for the disease state. Thank you. And, uh, you know, just to touch on TBI a little bit further, these aren't always necessarily disease. They could be brought on by any of those external causes. Like I mentioned, vehicle crashes are the leading cause of injury, but that's also closely followed by falls and acts of violence, uh, in, even including sports and recreation activities that uh, have contributed to some of those common causes. So this is something that we know that there's a broad base of clients who are in need of these types of products. And we're certainly glad to help any way that we can. If our membership's not able to find the products that they need that are going to suit that specific application, I encourage them to reach out to us directly. We have the opportunity and the ability to fabricate custom designs here as well that will fit that one-off scenario for that client. That's an interesting statement, Jim. Can you tell me a little bit more about your custom fabrication services? Yes, we have the ability to do light fabrication services in-house. And we also use a variety of local vendors in the greater Northeast Ohio area that provide service to assist, services to us, such as welding, powder coating finishes. But internally, one of the things that we're able to do is uh, we have our own upholstery shop. So anytime anybody requires any kind of special padding or fabrication, we're able to take some of those concepts and create and manufacture our own padded products in-house to any size or specification you may need. That's fantastic. So not just a one-size-fits-all offering or a series of uh, just simply interchangeable parts, but also complete custom jobs for, for people who have special needs. I mean, I, I think Greg would agree with me that, that no adaptive technology need is, is identical to another. So uh, working with a, a manufacturer and a provider that are able to provide those custom solutions that are adequate for the individual sitting in the chair, that's a fantastic offering. I would agree with that, Brian. Custom mobility is definitely custom for Per patient. I know we've been talking to Miller's Adaptive Technology. I'd like to uh, throw out the toll-free number for anybody that might want to contact uh, Jim Diamond, who we're communicating with, uh, 800-837-4544 at millersadaptive.com. Jim, did you have anything else you kind of wanted to add uh, to summarize what we've done and, and kind of sum up the, the podcast for today? Well, I just want to thank both of you for allowing me to podcast and just reiterate that uh, a lot of our products can be found at the website and we're even able to offer some requests for quoting capabilities it's similar to an e-commerce site but you don't do the purchasing directly but you are able to submit all of the requests that you have for any particular products to us uh, by the website or by phone again great thank you for mentioning the phone number and the website and i want to remind everybody that we do offer our steepest discounted pricing for all u.s rehab members well, that's great, Jim, and it's been wonderful having you on here. And, Brian, thanks a lot for hosting this show. I know it's always a pleasure to be on with you and our uh, members. My pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you both for being here, and have a good one.